Well, hello, hello, and welcome to another On The Go broadcast. On The Go with LFHHM, Laborers for His Harvest Ministries. I'm Sister Ann, and you know, I have had a full day, a full day today. And you know, it's been a full week, but you know, this is, this is great. The fact that we've come to uh, maybe seven days with the Lord, huh, from Sunday to Saturday, and this is the evening time, and it's like, okay, well, you know, I made it through another week. Tomorrow is Sunday, first day of the week, and we give him praise. We're going to give him praise tomorrow. If he says the same, that's that's if he tarries, huh? If he's not coming uh, tonight, then we will be with him tomorrow because we know that this is just another time to lift him up. But for right now, we just thank you for joining. Appreciate you chiming in and and saying, hey, praise the Lord and give God the glory. You know, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, today. Get your scriptures ready because there's uh, there's always a need if you live long enough. There's always going to be a need for comfort. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be a need for comfort. You know, it's has been this has been a trying, um, a challenging day, in that it was a, a difficult and a you know we do have to pray going into these times. We uh, had a homegoing uh, service today, a, a double homegoing service for a mother and uh, her daughter. Yes, a mother and her daughter. And this was a a day that had a lot of reflection, a lot of reflection. You know, we minister uh, wherever we go. And uh, there was a, a member out here at the one of the local churches out here in Oak Grove uh, that passed, and uh, the the daughter had had some you know some uh, children, and with that we just want to keep them up in prayer, uh, keep them up in prayer for those who who know the Janes family. We just want you to know we love you. Uh, the children are just their kids, and they're good kids, and. Uh, you know, she was a single mom doing her very best. So, you know, this is a challenging time, but it also brings to our remembrance how our time is short here on earth and what we're called to do. We need to do it, be about it and do it. Uh, we, uh, it was a very, very quaint and uh, very, very sweet service, I believe. I would call it that, in that the Lord did did meet us there for comfort. But, you know, we need comfort. We need comfort. Comfort in the Lord, comfort going through the different challenges of life. Uh, there's all different types of comfort. And, of course, the comfort for the bereaved, that right there is, is the comfort that really we... You know, we have experienced if we've lived long enough for you, some of you young people who haven't lived long enough to have experienced the the home going or the passing of a loved one or friends or family members, then, you know, it's just part of life. And what we do, we we need to get ready. We need to be ready, Uh, not just get ready, but be ready. And while we're here. Uh, we are to comfort one another. That's actually a scripture. So if someone wants to put that in there in the chat, uh, grab your favorite scripture for comfort. Now, you know, you may not know of one, but there are tons of them. The Bible, the whole Bible itself is a book of comfort, I believe. You know, it's a book of living and it's a book of overcoming. It's a book of comfort. Yes, it is. And um, you know, we're just we're just happy that the Lord He just didn't just put us here on earth for us to go through, and uh, that we have one another. I would encourage each and every one who has loved ones, family, friends, uh, to reach out to them. Reach out to them and. 
just let them know that you love them. Uh, let them know that you're there and be there. You know, we don't want to be selfish. We want to, uh, we want to, we want to make sure that we're, we're with people. We don't want to be selfish with our lives. It's all about me, myself, and I, you know, there's a lot of that. And of course, hey, we, we do have to make sure that we're in good health to where we can help others, that our spirits are right. That, yeah. So where we can help others. So certainly do that, but comfort one another, comfort one another. Well, you know, um, this this is like I said a challenging time uh, for uh, maybe not just the the Jane's family but maybe other families as well. Uh, we've lost um, some the uh, uh, the uh, evangelist uh, uh, Rogers of the Church of God in Christ. I believe passed. Uh, that was a very sad time. Uh, so there's others that have gone on. And in the Lord, right? And that's really what it's all about. Just make sure we're all ready to go. Because we all will pass that way someday. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, I myself, when it comes to to comfort, when it comes to comfort, I actually, uh, I wake up every day. You know, comfort can come in different different ways. You know, you want to make sure number one that God is with you. I wake up every morning. I'm like, Lord, are you with me? <laughs> I need strength. So, comfort in in strength uh, is something that you may want to look into. To comfort, be comforted in the strength of the Lord. You know, you want to know that He's there. He's not. Uh, he's not. Uh, he, he, he's not uh, sleeping somewhere, you know, you're, you're doing what you need to do for the Lord or you're, you're living and, you know, you waking up on the grind and everything. And then it's like, okay, well, Hey, uh, I, I need you Lord. And it, one of the songs that I enjoy with the Lord is that, you know, to get a song together, that's something to do. So think of the, the little songs that, would be a blessing to you. Think think of the little songs that will would be a blessing to you. That's what I do. You know, so th that's why it's important to have worship time with the Lord so that when the hard times come and they, they do come, that's just a part of life, that you'll have a way to to talk to him. But, you know, I, I uh, kind of fellowship with the Lord on a regular basis. I wake up with a song on my heart. You know, I love the Lord, I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice to worship you. Oh, how my heart rejoices. Take joy, my King, in what you hear. Let it be a sweet, ah, come on, sweet sound in your ear. You know, so it, that's something that you would just, you just want to let the Lord know you love him, you know, and that right there brings the comfort. That brings me comfort. It brings me great comfort to know that my God <laughs> is with me, that our God is with us. On the go with LFHHM. You know, I had a, a question today that was kind of interesting. You know, and, and I know pastors and, you know, bishops, they, they go there, Doc, Doc, how many members you got, Doc? You know, you hear that question all the time. You know, they talk about, well, you know, I got so many members. I got, I have this many members. I have that many members, you know, but you know what? Here's, here's what I told him. I said, look, I said, there are 7 billion people on this planet, huh? There are 7 billion people on this planet. I don't care how many members you claim you have until you have the world. See, God, God's got the 7 billion. 
he's he's trying to talk and minister to the seven billion. How many how many folk you talking and ministering to? Well, you know, I, I doc, I, I, you know, I might, I might run, I might run about five hundred, I might run about about five thousand. You know, uh, you know, come on, what what you running, huh? What you running? What are we running? Uh, we not running nothing. We not even running our shoes over. Those are those are shoes that God ever even gave us. God gave us them shoes. <laughs> we not running nothing. So let's be let's just be diligent about it to know that there is a world out there, huh? There is a world out there that needs to know about Jesus, and we need to all be on our jobs. Hallelujah. Yes, we just want want the James family to be comforted to know that God is in control. Amen. Uh, well, let's let's look at a couple of scriptures then here. You know, uh, we're going to get back and see and have uh, have you go ahead and post what you have a scripture of comfort. You know, scriptures of comfort. What do you read when you're needing to uh, to be comforted by the Lord? What are you looking at? What is it that you're reading? Amen. Where do you go? And, you know, that's, uh, that's, uh, here's some, some, just a few. There's so many out there. So many y'all, but here's a few. Now, the book of Psalm, the book of Psalm is in the Old Testament. And of course, we've taught on the book of Psalm with, uh, with the, uh, uh, the on the go with uh, Laborers for His Harvest Ministries together with him broadcast. You know, we've taught on the book of uh, what the book of Psalm is all about. Now, it's, it's really a book uh, of, of songs, yeah, where you can sing. And these were songs that are writ- were written by those, that, the, the families that were instructed. See, we have legacies in, in families. There, there's legacies. Families. Find out what it is that you do for the Lord and do it. And the book of Psalms was written by, of course, King David. Uh, he had quite a few songs in there. And others, uh, families that were, were instructed to write for the Lord. Write the songs of the Lord as unto the Lord. Amen. So Psalm chapter 27 and 12. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, this is one of my favorites. See, because <laughs> let's just read it. Psalm 27 and 12. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Amen. We had we had one sister. Uh, there was a little sister. Her name was Karen. And she would sing a song and we would sing the song in the choir. That's another thing to do. You know, you want to work for the Lord. It's uh, COVID is, is about over here and they're opening up the different um, uh, opportunities for you to get out with without your mask. Praise God. And and, you know, get to church now. So it's like get sing in the choir, sing on the praise team. But most of all, what's most important, I think, is at least sing in the pews. <laughs> get there and sing as into the Lord. But anyway, Sister Karen would sing this song. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Huh? Of whom shall I be afraid? You know, that right there says something. When we have God on our, that's a big comfort. When I know God is on my side, he's my light. He's showing me the way. He's showing me the way and I'm trusting the way that he shows me. And that's another thing. You know, I think that when we can, when we can rest to know and trust in the way that God shows us, you know, the footsteps of a righteous man, they're ordered by God. We wake up to know once we've asked him to be our Lord and savior, amen, that he is, he's walking with us. He's walking with us and he's leading us. He's leading us and guiding us. Amen. So we need to trust to know that he's the light. The Lord is my light and my salvation. He saved me. Who shall I fear? Whatever I find, whatever calamity I find, whatever goes on in my life. Amen. I know that God is still in control of it. We may not understand because we know 
uh, that uh, Slewfoot is out there and to to trip us up and and everything. Praise the Lord! Big blessings to you. He said, "Brother Hollins, Amen." Amen. Be blessed. All good evening. And he has a scripture, 2 Corinthians 13, excuse me, 2 Corinthians 1, verses 3 and 4. So go ahead and turn to that. Yeah, you know, uh, that that right there says something. When, you know, we're we're wondering, hey, the Lord is my life, he's my salvation. I know that I'm saved. And and just to walk in knowing that you're saved and that he's going to lead you and guide you. Whom shall I fear? You know, yeah, that's the enemy's job to come and get us all, uh, try to get us all distracted and throw wrenches in our, in our plans. Uh, but I, I kind of think sometimes too, you know, I, I have to pray now. I do let the Lord know. I'm like, Lord, you know, can you hold on? Stay the hand of the enemy. I pray that prayer all the time. Lord, stay the hand of the enemy. Hmm. Stay his hand because I got to get some work done. That stuff is coming there. It's it's coming kind of quick. God, just let let me get some things done. Hold it, hold it, Lord. Amen. Second uh, Corinthians. So I'm in First Corinthians. I need to turn to Second Corinthians. Amen. Praise God. We need to get Brother Hollins back on. He is a great man of God that uh, has. Uh, works with a uh, wonderful ministry over in Kansas on uh, KCK. Big shout out to all the saints in KCK. Amen. Praise God. All right. Uh, verses three and four. Blessed be the Lord and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of the sympathy, pity, and mercy, and the God who is the source of every comfort, consolation, and encouragement who comforts, consoles, and encourages us in every trouble, calamity, and affliction so that we may also be able to comfort, console, and encourage those who are in any kind of trouble or distress with the comfort, consolation, and encouragement with which we ourselves are comforted consoled and encouraged by God. Woo. Yes. What a good scripture. See, we got to let God comfort you. And then we can take all of those tools and gifts. See the scripture. This is a, a great thing. This is confirmation of what we're doing tonight. We're studying those verses. Just a few of them. It's so many. I mean, I pulled up one uh, area. It had like 50 scriptures out there. So many. But here's what it does. It gives us where we're able to uh, learn and, uh, and the comfort, how God comforts us. And then we're to take that and give it to others, comfort others, console and encourage others. Ooh, that was a good one, brother. Praise God for it. Amen. All right, let's look at, here's another one here. Let's look at, let's stick, stick with the Old Testament so we're, since we're already there. But I'm going to go on over here to, uh, let's see, Isaiah chapter 41 and 10. Amen. It says, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Whoa. Now you read that promise right there. You hold on to that promise. Now, don't get all bent out of shape because this promise was read in a context to where um, maybe he was you know, speaking to Israel or Jacob, right? And, but here's the thing. We are have been grafted in. So whatever he did for one, he's going to do for us in this sense, huh? If there's comfort, he says he's going to strengthen us. Look, and this was in the context of him ministering and talking about Israel and Jacob. Well, of course, the children of Israel. Well, here, uh, we've been grafted in. Praise God. Grafted in means we've been we've been uh, bound together in, in the same. We become we're growing together. We've been grafted in the vine. He says, I am the vine and you're the branches. Thank you, Lord. Jesus is the vine and we are the branches. We've been brought in together. 
with Jesus, just like the children of Israel. Amen. And without them going through and God choosing them as the chosen people, we need to pray for Israel. Lots going on over there, too. Uh, my, 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 my. And I hear this, the reports and I pray. I just don't wag and shake my head talking about, oh, my goodness, you know. But we're to pray for Israel. Yes, we are. Uh, they are God's chosen people and all of what's gone on. See, what was written in the word of God, that, that land was given to them <laughs> thousands of years ago. It's their land. They actually have a book that says, look, this is the land that I give you. So I understand, you know, when others are there, there's got to be a way. There's got to be a way to... Um, to uh, compromise and work together even the children of israel as their journey went on in the wilderness or with A abraham isaac jacob you know others were brought into the fold too and here we are but what happens is they they don't want to they don't want to dwell peaceably they don't want that and of course that's kind of that's prophecy yeah, so prophecy is being fulfilled, but there's still, uh, we pray for Israel and we pray for the peace of Israel because we still, as the church, amen, we have work to do. We have ministering to do. Praise God. So we want to do that. And we don't want slew foot or even the time. God knows the perfect time and his perfect season and when he's coming. But we want to be about our business so that people will get saved and uh, we don't want people to go through what they're going through. So yeah, we pray, we pray for Israel and hear God, the comfort to know that, that God, he says, fear not, I am with you. Just, isn't that wonderful? You know, I'm a, a single person. Now I do enjoy being single. Yes. Uh, but at the same time, we just need to know, look, we're human and there's times when we might feel lonely or we're feeling challenged because, you know, there's something hard that we have to do. Or what about the single mothers? You know, I know my sis that is passed, you know, she had to do a lot of things by herself for her children. I know that had to be frustrating. It was frustrating for me, but God says, I am with you. Be not dismayed. Uh, don't be flustered and wondering and, and, you know, just down and in the dumps for I am your God. You know, that's a wonderful promise. Praise God. All right, let's keep going here. Cause I, I'm gonna have to cut a little time down. I need to make sure I stay within the time limit uh, on this one, but we come back and do it and we're going to be doing more of some other things too, but we want to make sure that we get these, get these times uh, where we can broadcast them all and, and get them up there and make sure that uh, it's within a reasonable time frame on the platform. So, all right. So Matthew, here's another one. Let's go. Let's go New Testament now. And Matthew is the first book in the New Testament. All right. First book in the New Testament. So we're going to go Matthew chapter 10 verses 29 through 31. All right, and read it in whatever version you have. Now, some of this, I put it in the uh, Amplified. I'll probably start marking it a little bit, but read it in whatever version you have. Now, I will say this. Um, if you're going to study something, of course, whatever you read, you need to read it with an understanding. Uh, you know, Old King James Version English. Old King James English is a little challenging to understand, and it doesn't really expound a lot of times on what what's being said. So you can have a uh, read and quote uh, old King James, but then when you're looking to study to explain it, see, because here brother Hollins brought up the scripture that, you know, when we're encouraged, see, we need to be encouraged in the word Then we are to console and encourage others. Well, we need to understand what to use, what words to use, what scriptures to use to console, amen, and encourage others. So, uh, get that understanding. Make sure that scripture means what it means, y'all. I mean, I, I sat in a, oh gosh, it's nothing more frustrating than to sit in a Bible class and what they're reading, they've read it, but then they're, they're, they don't really understand what they're reading. And then they're leading the class. I'm like, okay, look, there are versions out there. 
and it's okay. Get that parallel Bible word side by side. Get your King James Version on one side and maybe the new King James Version on the other side. That's a good one. I like the New American Standard Bible, the NASB. I like the Amplified, but in all by getting, get an understanding because that to me is where, where the, the Bible just comes to life and it becomes personal. Yeah, it becomes personal. You, you don't have to guess what old King James is trying to talk about and say or get all frustrated. You know, you've read it here. All right. So let's go and take a look here. Matthew chapter 10 verses 29 through 31. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Now, this is Jesus talking. Yet not one of them will fall to the ground outside your father's care. And even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Yeah. See, you know, sparrows, they get on your nerves, right? They'll come and eat up the the little seeds and all that. So sparrows really aren't popular birds. They weren't popular back then. Yeah. So, and, and sold for, for two pennies. So what do you have when you're doing sacrifice uh, sacrifices? You only have a couple of pennies and here's a sparrow or whatever, not worth the life of a sparrow. Isn't worth anything. Hmm? It wasn't worth two pennies or two sparrows for a penny. It was worth half a penny. Hmm? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground outside of your father's care. See, even God take, took care of the sparrows that were alive. Huh? God takes care of the sparrows. He takes care of all the creatures. Yeah, he does that. And see, Jesus reminds us that he, if he's going to take care of the scripture, the, take care of the, the creatures, then he certainly is going to take care of us. He, he loves us so much that he, he even knows how many hairs are on our head. Yes, he knows how many hairs, which one fell out. Hmm? How many of them fell out? We go through all kinds of different seasons in life. Yeah. Uh, those of us that have the folks that have the long, pretty hair, that hair ain't going to be long and pretty. And it's not going to be on your head forever. Yeah, it, it sheds. And God even knows how many hairs are on my head. You know, that's a comfort to know. It, it, that's a comfort to know. Jesus reminded us of that. Amen. Be comforted. And let not your heart. Oh, I'm, I'm giving it away. That's another wonderful scripture we're going to get to. So just know that be blessed to know and that you are worth more than many sparrows. How huh? God reminded us of that. He shed his own blood. He came, hung, bled and died. Hallelujah. Shed his own blood as a living sacrifice to redeem us, man, back to himself. Yes, he did. Praise God. All right. Let's look at. Um, Let's let's go ahead and look at Matthew. Since we're in Matthew, we're going to turn back to uh, Matthew chapter six, uh, verses uh, twenty-five through thirty-four. Mm -hmm. So, if we know this, since we know that God is is uh, there, He's so mindful of us. He knows how many hairs are on our head. He loves us so much. We're worth way more than any creature He's created. Mm, then why in the world, and I do this, I used to do it. The more I press into God and the older I get, I'm like, mm -mm, it's not even worth it. I just go to my daddy and you know, I hold on. I go to my daddy. I dwell in that secret place. He that dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty who, who there's no foe that can come against my God. Mm, that's Psalm, that's Psalm 91. Yeah. But so you, I memorize these scriptures. That's another comfort, comforting scripture. I know I'm in the right place. I'm dwelling in the secret place, that place where, where no, no one can come and get me. I know I'm in the loving arms of our God. Thank you, Jesus. Well, Matthew chapter six, verses 25 through 34. And uh, this is labeled as the cure for anxiety. And it is, it's a cure for anxiety. Therefore, here's Jesus talking again. Therefore, I tell you, stop being worried or anxious, perpetually uneasy, distracted about your life as to what you will eat or what you will drink or about your body as to 
what you will wear. Is life not more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow seed nor reap the harvest nor gather the crops into barns, and yet your heavenly Father keeps feeding them. Are, are you not worth much more than they? And who of you, by worrying, can add one hour to the length of his life? And why are you worried about clothes? See how the lilies and wildflowers of the field grow. They do not labor, nor do they spin wool to make clothing. Verse 29. Yet I say to you that not even Solomon in all his glory and splendor dressed himself like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive and green today, and tomorrow is cut and thrown as fuel into the furnace, will he not much more clothe you? You of little faith. I need to stop right there. See, I used to have to get myself together and then I thank God he would mention you of little faith. I'd be worried and, you know, we're not just talking about food and drink. See, you know, it takes takes money to buy food, hmm? takes money to buy, uh, to pay the water bill. And, you know, and when you're in between jobs, just know God is going to open up that door for you. He's going to open up that door where you'll be all right. You'll get, you have water, you'll You'll have the food. And as far as clothing is concerned, you know, a, a lot of us have too many clothes anyway, packed up in there. Some clothes we can't even get into. Oh, let's not even talk about that. Yeah. So God will see about you. You know, we we in America, we are so blessed. And many of us Americans are so blessed. Uh, we need to, to go see some places around the world where the clothes are really scarce. The poverty, the food, the water, the clean water really is a realization, a real thing every day. They have to, people are, are trying to get fr clean, fresh water because of war and famine around the world. You know, we, we ourselves here, God has blessed us so that we can be a blessing. So let's be mindful of that. And here he had to ask me, oh, you of little faith. Really, I, I can't, I don't want little faith. I want big faith. I want faith to know that my God will provide for me. And if I find myself in a thirsty place, hmm, huh? Oh, see, hmm. If I find myself in a thirsty place, I need to look around and see why God has me there. Mm -hmm. Why he's allowed for me to be there so that I can come up and, and uh, grow and, and work and do what it is I'm supposed to. There's always a reason, brothers and sisters. There's always a reason. Verse 31. Therefore, do not worry or be anxious, perpetually uneasy, distracted, saying, what are we going to eat? Or what are we going to drink? Or what are we going to wear? For the pagan Gentiles eagerly seek all these things, but do not worry, for your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But first and foremost importantly, seek, aim, at strive after his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right, the attitude and character of God. And all these things will be given to you also. You ever wonder why Jesus said, preach the gospel to the poor? Hmm. Ever wonder why? Yeah, because a lot of times being when we're uh, the poor, it, it's a it's a place of being ignorant. You just don't know. But when you know better, you do better. Hmm? God, Jesus mentioned, let, let's preach the gospel to the poor. Let's do that. Why? Huh? So that all when we teach and preach the gospel to the poor, then that's seeking first the kingdom of God to know that there is a God. Ha, glory. Hallelujah, that's with you. Hallelujah, that you don't have to be dismayed, that dismayed, that you can be strengthened. Thank you, Lord, that he is the light. He is your salvation. See, that's what the gospel is all about. 
So when we get that first, you know, we can have all the uh, Gucci's and uh, Louis Vuitton and and uh, whatever outfits and, and red bottoms and all that <laughs> shoes, big hats. You know, we can have all that we want, huh? All that that we think we want. But if we're missing it, if we're missing the kingdom of God, where folks are or looking good on their way, on their way flaming to death, they're still dead. Uh, that's why he says, preach the gospel to the poor. When we know better, we do better. Yeah. So praise God for him. Praise God for that word in that. And let's look at uh, verse 34. And here's the thing. You know, some of us lay, lay uh, in bed wondering about what tomorrow's going to bring. But he's 34. So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. See, it's going to be different trouble. Yeah, we don't have to worry about what tomorrow, what we're dealing with tomorrow. You know, I remember going through trials and this one particular trial that I've always, seems like this trial just keeps showing up. And people say, oh, okay, well, the trial shows up because you're not passing the test. You know what? Uh, I believe that that trial, this trial shows up from time to time to remind me that I need him. I need the Lord. It's like the thorn in the side of Paul. I believe it's kind of like that sometimes. And and even still, it, it brings me closer and it keeps me in that secret place. I never want to leave the secret place of God. I never want to leave that place. I want to always know that I need him. I always know that he's there. Amen. So, you know, one thing that I used to do and I still do to, to get over those challenges is um, uh, I'll fight the good fight all day while I'm out there and I'm, you know, making this call and doing this and that, whatever I need to do to fix and help resolve the issue or whatever. And, you know, I'm, I'm really just on it. I'm, I'm focused on it to, to, you know, be about it and get it done. And then, you know what I do? Five o'clock come, I'm off. I'm done. And I get some good sleep. <laughs> so I don't take that mess to bed with me. No, I don't. Because I've learned. I've experienced it. Don't, don't take that mess to bed with you. No, give it to God. Give it to him. Fight the, put your hand to that plow. Do all of it, which you can, huh? Fight the good fight, the faith. Hold it down and everything. And, and set a timer on it. Maybe your timer is six o'clock. Maybe after six, you're done. May, maybe after four, you're done, huh? But get that day. Give, give it your best shot. And then shut it down. <laughs> shut that down. I'll shut it down in a minute. And then I'll get me some good sleep because I know what does this word say? I know this word, huh? Each day has enough trouble of its own. Maybe the next day what I did was okay. Maybe God says, look, enough is enough. He stays the hand of the enemy. I don't have to fight that battle anymore. Who knows? It's going to be different. It has a, its own different troubles, right? So no sense in me worrying and I'm all, uh, you know, needing some sleep and rest and frustrated. No, God is there. Hmm, preach that gospel to the poor, hold it down. And you know what? Here's another thing. You write this down. Get you some sleep. <laughs> Shut that down. Don't worry about tomorrow. Uh-uh, I'm done. I'm done. Praise God. All right. So uh, scripture, I'm not saying any more scriptures on this one, huh? The scriptures of comfort, anything that the scripture that you use for comfort. Amen. Go ahead and, and put that in the chat. Uh, Brother Hollins gave us a wonderful scripture here. This second uh, Corinthians chapter one, verses three and four. Amen. And it blessed us. Bless it. Be a, get blessed. Let the Lord bless you so that you can console and be a blessing and encourage others using that what God gave you to give to others. And, you know, that's kind of what the Holy Ghost is all about, too. Tomorrow is Pentecost Sunday, isn't it? I think so. Praise God. We can ready. We can ready. I'm ready to lift him. I'm ready. I'm ready to act out. I'm going to praise God. I think I might get started tonight. 
give me some more praise and worship. I do that. I praise the Lord in my house. I clap my hands and shout and sing, play my tambourine. Yes, I do. I don't wait till I get to church to do all that. I, I, I praise the Lord now. Praise God. Praise him for this great word, this word of comfort. Let's look at this, this last scripture, and then we're going to go get us a praise break, instrumental praise break here. Hallelujah. Let's see. John chapter 14. John chapter 14, verses 1 through 6. See, this right here, this is what we hear all the time. Let not your heart be troubled. Oh, Lord. Mm -mm -mm. I'm a whole. Thank you, Jesus. I, I just can't. He's too good. He's with me. He hasn't, he's my light. He's my salvation. He takes care of me. He knows how many hairs I have on my head. He's so mindful of that. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Here we go. Verse one, do not let your heart be troubled. I'm an amplified on this. Afraid, cowardly, believe confidently in God and trust in him have faith hold on to it rely on it keep on keep going and believe also in me thank you Lord thank you Jesus this is Jesus talking thank you Lord verse 2 in my father's house are many dwelling places if it were not so I would have told you because I am going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back again and I will take you to myself so that where I am, you may be also. All right. Sound like he coming. Sound like this is after that, uh, after the Holy Ghost come, after his ascension and we're down here working, getting some things done. Verse four. And to the place where I am going, you know the way. Now, here's Thomas. We talked about Thomas a couple, uh, actually this past Sunday. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. So how can we know the way? And here's Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus said to him, I am the way to God. Thank you, Lord. And I think I need to go grab this uh, here. Yeah, I think I need to go grab this. Jesus said, I am the way. Thank you, Lord. John 14 and 1 and then verse 6. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except by through me. Thank you, Lord. So we want to know how to get to how to get to heaven. Because that's where God is. Yes. How do we get to heaven? Well, that's one please omnipresent. He's everywhere. He says, I am the way. Jesus told us. Jesus, God, fully God, fully man. God manifested in the flesh. He says, I am the way. And the truth and the life. Thank you, Lord. No one comes to the Father except by through me. Woo. Thank you, Lord. Well, we need to know that. That right, that's comforting to know. See, we wonder, okay, well, uh, how how do I know I'm saved? That's that's a big question. Oh, there's so many ways. I uh, there's so many ways to heaven. How do I know I picked the right way? Oh, don't don't be fooled. Hmm? Don't be fooled. Don't be frustrated. Yeah, don't be tricked. And then we have all of our life. We're trying to figure out, well, which way should we go? Or the Bible ain't right. And, you know, some some white man wrote it and all that. No, look, no. let's let's just get into the truth. Now, you know, I, I got I to gotta hold on to this scripture. Hmm? John chapter 14 uh, uh, verses uh, verses one through six. He says, look, but verse six, Jesus said, I am the way. So we just stop right there. So when he says it, let's let's look. Let's look and let's walk in it. Thank you, Jesus. Let's look and walk in it. The truth. There's so many lies out there. So many lies. And and then the uh, what we're seeing and and the life. A lot of times, what we do see and read read in other religions, 
you know, it's not even about life. You know, you have to go sacrifice, blow up yourself. And then when you get to heaven, there's going to be so many virgins and all that. You got to kill yourself. Look, God did all the dying. Hallelujah. That we may live. Thank you, Lord. I don't have to worry about all that. Thank you, Jesus. Scriptures. Scriptures for comfort. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We adore thee. We adore thee. We adore thee. Lord, I adore him. You know, yes. The Holy Ghost have you breaking out, breaking out in song, giving it up right there, huh? Thank you, Jesus. See, and that, that, that's the comfort, the comfort. Hallelujah. What, what did Jermaine Hawkins sing? She sang that song, I'm Going Up Yonder. And one of the verses in there says, the comforting in knowing. Ha, ah, there's comfort in knowing. That we'll be going, hallelujah, to heaven. We'll be going to meet him in the air soon. <sighs> Come on now. Thank you, Lord. Well, let, let's go ahead and we're going to, uh, we're just going to go ahead and we're going to break. And we're going to get this praise break going here. Oh, Lord. Praise God. Let me go ahead and just share this. We're going to share this audio. I'm going to share this tab. Hallelujah. Now, we haven't had a drummer handle his business <laughs> in a minute on a praise break. But this drummer here, he goes ahead and he handles his. He's been doing this a minute. I, I went on into the to the video a little bit. I went on in. It's four, almost four minutes in. So he done broke out. He done broke out in the sweat and all that. Let's go ahead and praise the Lord with him a little bit. Yes, the comforting in knowing that we will soon be going home. Hallelujah. Young people, fight that good fight. Hold on to the comforting word. now what 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 did he do huh was he praising god or what <laughs> was he praising god or what come on because he is worthy to be praised for the rising of the sun huh? glory to the going down of the same go ahead and get your praise on you can praise god huh? being comforted to know what his word says and we shared some scriptures. Just hold on to those scriptures. Hold on to them. Sleuth for show up. Uh, take that word and just speak it on out. Teach your children the word, huh? Where they can fight. That's how we fight. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. God's word will pull down every stronghold going on in your life. Every single one. Hallelujah with comfort. Uh, he don't make it hard, huh? I know, huh? The, uh, we suffer violence and violence. We take it by force, but even the word itself. Oh, oh Jesus did. He just said, look, he was crossing that, that uh, red sea. He was crossing that. And now the, the billows and the waves started coming and, and everything. And Jesus, he was in the boat sleep. Hmm. 
he was confident in knowing. Hallelujah, who God is. And then they said, carest thou now that we perish? Do you care, Jesus? We just read that he cares. But the, the disciples was asking, carest thou now? Now, do you know that we're, we're about ready to go? Huh? We're about ready to die? Thank you, Lord. And you know, Jesus got up out of that boat. I got up from the depths of it, got up. And he got, he just said, he said, peace be still. He said, hush up. Told the winds and the waves to hush up. That's our God. That's our God. Mm -hmm. He didn't have to stay. Oh, I want you to be quiet. Mm -mm. No, he just said, hush up. See, don't make me run. <laughs> I'm going to figure out how to do that. I'm going to do that on this broadcast. I'm going to run. Thank you, Jesus, because he's worthy. Praise God. Well, be blessed. Be blessed in the Lord. Be encouraged. Hallelujah. Know that your God says that he'll never leave you, nor will he forsake you. Hallelujah. That he is the way. Hallelujah. The truth and the life. Know that he is the way. That he is the life. Psalm 20, 27, 12. He's our light. He's our salvation. Who shall we fear? Huh? Who? Who's out there? Know that. Hide that word in your heart and hold on to it. Be blessed. Huh? And uh, the Lord says the same. Huh? He tarries. Yeah. He says the same. We'll see you next time.